0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Joe Biden signs historic $1 trillion infrastructure deal Steve Bannon arrives at court for defying January 6th subpoena And Presidents Macron and Putin discuss de-escalating Belarus border crisis It's Tuesday, November 16. I'm Anthony Davis President Joe Biden signed his hard-fought $1 trillion infrastructure deal into law on Monday before a bipartisan celebratory crowd on the White House lawn, declaring that the new infusion of cash for roads, bridges, ports and more is going to make life change for the better for the American people. But prospects are tougher for further bipartisanship ahead of the 2022 midterm elections as Biden pivots back to more difficult negotiations over his broader $1.85 trillion social spending package. The president hopes to use the infrastructure law to build back his popularity, which has taken a hit amid rising inflation and the inability to fully shake the public health and economic risks from COVID-19. My message to the American people is this, America is moving again and your life is going to change for the better, he said. With a bipartisan deal, the president had to choose between his promise of fostering national unity and a commitment to transformative change. The final measure whittled down much of his initial vision for infrastructure, yet the administration hopes to sell the new law as a success that bridged partisan divides and will elevate the country with clean drinking water, high-speed internet and a shift away from fossil fuels. Biden will go outside Washington to sell the plan more broadly in the coming days He intends to go to New Hampshire today to visit a bridge on the state's red list for repair And he will go to Detroit on Wednesday for a stop at General Motors' electric vehicle assembly plant While other officials also fan out across the country Longtime Donald Trump ally Steve Bannon appeared before a judge on Monday to face criminal charges for defying a subpoena from Congress's January 6 committee, then declared combatively outside the court that he was taking on the Biden regime in fighting the charges. Bannon did not enter a plea and is due back in court on Thursday for the next phase of what could be the first high-level trial in connection with January 6 committee. Outside court, he said he was going on the offence against the Attorney General, the Speaker of the House, and President Biden. He declared this is going to be a misdemeanor from hell for Merrick Garland, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden. The 67-year-old Bannon surrendered earlier in the day to FBI agents. He was indicted on Friday on two federal counts of criminal content, one for refusing to appear for a congressional deposition and the other for refusing to provide documents in response to the committee's subpoena. Federal Magistrate Judge Robin Merriweather released him without bail but required him to check in weekly with court officials and ordered him to surrender his passport. If convicted, Bannon faces a minimum of 30 days and a maximum of one year behind bars on each count, prosecutors said. Outside the courthouse, a large inflatable rat, made to look like Republican former President Donald Trump, was on the sidewalk as a crowd waited for Bannon to leave. Some in the crowd shouted expletives at him and called him a traitor, and one man paraded around with a sign that read, Clowns are not above the law. Steve Bannon promoted the January 6 protests on his podcast after predicting the day before that all hell is going to break loose. French President Emmanuel Macron and Russian leader Vladimir Putin talked on the phone on Monday about the need for de-escalating the tensions around the growing migrant pressure on the European Union's borders with Belarus, Macron's office said. In the almost two-hour talk, they also agreed upon the need for a humanitarian effort for the migrants but did not announce any concrete steps, according to the Elysee statement. The EU says Moscow has a role in building the migration pressure and could actively help in easing it. The Kremlin's account of the conversation said Putin informed Macron about his contacts with Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko and emphasized the necessity of discussing the problems that had arisen directly between the leaderships of the EU countries and Belarus. Putin also noted the extremely harsh treatment of refugees by Polish border guards, according to the Kremlin. Polish forces are blocking people from entering Poland and are pushing back to Belarus those migrants who cross the border Also on Monday Lukashenko spoke on the phone with Germany's outgoing Chancellor Angela Merkel for 50 minutes about the situation with refugees on the Belarusian Polish, Lithuanian and Latvian borders according to Belarusian state news agency Belta They discussed ways and prospects of resolving the crisis and preventing its escalation as well as humanitarian aid to the migrants The calls took place as the EU ratcheted up pressure on Belarus by agreeing to slap sanctions on airlines accused of helping Lukashenko wage a hybrid attack against the entire bloc using migrants The EU is also calling for humanitarian aid as up to 4,000 migrants are stuck in makeshift camps in freezing weather in Belarus while Poland has reinforced its border with 15,000 soldiers in addition to border guards and police, the EU has expressed solidarity with Poland's guarding the bloc's external border. At least 11 migrants have died in recent weeks. You can subscribe to 5 Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app.